You're listening to Soul Roadmap, episode number 10. Welcome to Soul Roadmap Podcast. Each week, you'll hear strategies and inspiration to take action and live life better. Hi, I'm Dina Cataldo, lawyer, coach, and entrepreneur. This podcast is your roadmap to creating more success in your life, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Well, hello there. How are you doing? I am recording this in the morning in the spirit of this episode because I have found in my life that mornings have made all the difference. That being up early and taking my time really matched my vibe. And I didn't realize that forever. It took me about 30 years to figure out that I was someone who needed to take their time waking up. And when I did, it made a huge impact. And I wanted to share that with you today because of the impact that it had. I went from going through waking up early in the morning and then hitting snooze like 20 times until I had just moments before I needed to get up, take a shower and run off to work. Don't know why I did that. It was just something I did. If I would have my phone next to my bed and I would uh, have the alarm set, I would put it on snooze, I would flip through my phone, I'd go back to sleep. I mean, it was painful getting out of bed. I didn't realize that there were just other things going on in my life that I wasn't paying attention to and I wasn't designing my life in the way that best fit me. And once I figured out how to do it. Once I figured out all the moving parts and got it going, it made my life so much better. And it created this space that I never had to recognize some things that impacted me even more. So I have created a morning person roadmap. And in that morning person roadmap, it's going to walk you through everything that I talk about today. So you don't have to take any notes or anything like that. And I'll link to that in the show notes, dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 10. And you can get your hands on that. But I wanted to talk to you about my experience because everyone's experience is going to be different. And there's books out there about like the miracle morning, which is a really popular book. And I'll link to that in the show notes too. But I've never read that book. I never read any book about mornings or habits or anything like that that really got me thinking about it. I kind of felt my way through it. Then the roadmap that I created really distilled everything that I did into baby steps because these are each things that I really had to figure out for myself intuitively before I could make any progress in my life. Because at that point, I just felt like I was in a hamster wheel. I felt that I could not make any progress in my life because I was so exhausted by the time I got back from the office that I just wanted to sleep on the couch, you know, veg out on TV, which I rarely do anymore. You know, I'll come home and I'll still feel energized. I mean, I made other tweaks in my life, but all of those tweaks that now give me more energy are a result of shifting my morning practice and creating a morning practice because really I didn't have a morning practice before. So I want to walk you step by step through these things that really helped me develop the space to do 
what I do now, which is, you know, I'm a lawyer by day. I run a business. I have a podcast. I still make time for my friends and family, although, you know, I'm sure that I could spend more with them. I make time for yoga, my dog, my interests, which really revolve around creativity now and creating things like online content. So I want to walk you through these. There's five steps and I will run them through one at a time. So why is this so important? Well, you know, you may have heard this phrase, hey, what a Oprah, Jennifer Lopez, you know, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, all of these people have in common. Well, we all have in common with them that we have 24 hours in the day. We all have the exact same amount of time, but somehow these magical people seem to accomplish so much more. Well, I've got a newsflash for you. We can all accomplish so much more and experience so much more. Even if you're not revolved around wanting to make accomplishments like creating a business on top of what you're doing in your day job right now, you can make time to do other things. Spend more time with your family. Make an effort to create interests that involve other people. There's so much room for this. And in addition to that, and which has been really important to me, making time for personal development. And I didn't make time for personal development. Yeah, I went to yoga every so often, but I was not creating those big strides that I needed to make in order to get to where I am now. So what's the first step? Okay, well, the first step is knowing what your morning routine looks like right now. All right, so step number one, think about what your routine looks like right now and get real honest with yourself because we all have an intention and we all want to think that we are doing what we need to be doing, getting that extra sleep. But are you really getting extra sleep when you're hitting snooze 10 times? <laughs> are you really getting that restful sleep that you need? Probably not. So get really clear about what you're doing right now. Are you leaving your phone in your room and using it as your alarm? Are you going through your phone in the morning, first thing in the morning? Are you getting up right away? Are you staying in bed? Are you having coffee? Are you having tea? Are you drinking water? What are you doing? I'd say from the time you wake up to the time you, you know, start your day at work, you know, whether or not that's like 7:30, 8 o'clock in the morning, whatever it is. So get real clear, what time do you wake up and what do you do between the time that you wake up and get ready for your to start your day and actually start your day? So that's step number one, right? And I've already described what my mornings used to look like. The next thing to do, number two, really look at what does your last hour of your nightly routine look like? Now, it may seem kind of funny to look at your night routine to figure out your morning routine. But let me tell you, if you don't get your night routine on course with your morning, it is going to be painful. And the reason for that is because if we don't get enough sleep, then you just will not be able to function in the morning the way that you want to. So if you want to plan a morning routine that includes space for your day, and for me, that meant having more energy to do more things because, you know, my day 
would really zap my energy. By the time I got home, I couldn't do anything. If you want to have that space in the morning, what does your nightly routine look like? What time are you going to bed? Are you getting restful sleep? Are you drinking caffeine? If so, what time do you drink caffeine? Whether it's coffee or tea, anything that would have caffeine in it, what are you doing? Are you eating right before you go to bed? Think about what it is your nightly routine looks like right now. Number three, why do you want to change your morning routine? You got to get really clear about your why. Why do you want to change your routine? Because if you're happy, there's no point. You probably wouldn't even be listening to this podcast, but clearly there's something that's going on. You're curious about whether or not you can change your morning routine for the better. So why do you want to change your morning routine? What really annoys you about it? Okay. For me, I was super annoyed that I was getting nothing done. I was exhausted all the time and I couldn't figure out why. So the more focused you are on the reason why you want to change, the easier changing your routines will be for you. I had to hit rock bottom, right? I had to be, that was my rock bottom was I am exhausted all the time and I can't understand why. And I knew that I had to change something. So for example, maybe you hardly get to see your kids. And when you do, you are so tired that you can't interact with them. Or you don't have time to write your novel or work on your business. Start a new venture of some sort. And then when you get home from whatever it is you do all day, you're too pooped to do anything. I mean, just think about your why. Why do you want to do this? Get really clear. Number four what do you want your morning to look like? Be very specific about this. So for example, I want to wake up at 6am, drink a glass of lemon water, sit down, have a cup of tea and write 500 words, then go to the gym. All right. So get really, really clear. For me, what I've been doing lately, and this is going to change and I'll get to that in a little bit, but what I'm doing right now, I get up, I turn off my phone in the kitchen, turn on the water to heat it up for my lemon water, cut a lemon, feed my dog and my cat, take my dog out to the backyard, bring him back in, have my water, have a cup of tea, have a seat. That's usually what I do is I have a seat and just sit there for a little bit. Maybe I'll post something on Instagram, but I'll put my phone down for the most part. I don't really like to interact with my phone in the morning and I, I make it a habit not to very much. And I try to just sit there. And then once I feel like I have the time that I need, I will, maybe I'll write something or I'll go online or I will get ready to go to the office. But I'm really specific about how I want to do that. And the night before, I actually set myself up for success because I like to write out what I want to do the next morning. That's part of my nightly routine. So my nightly routine, I try to turn off my screen time around 7.30. Don't like to watch TV past 7.30, 8 o'clock. And then I actually go to bed at 8.30. But I wake up at 4.30 in the morning, guys. So, I mean, that may seem kind of crazy to you guys. <laughs> so don't worry. You don't have to go that extreme if that's not where you want to go. I don't want you to feel like that's where you have to go with this. 
but I tweaked my routine over time to make room for a 4.30 morning wake up call. And that's important to me, but maybe that's not as important to you. Maybe you want to wake up at six o'clock. Okay, so don't feel like you have to go there with this, but make time for what you want to do. What time do you want to wake up? How much time do you need to get done what you want done and then plan it from there? So what can you do to set yourself up for success? This is number five. Okay, so this is going to be in two parts. So part A, what do you have to do at night to wake up when you need to? All right, so you may need eight hours of sleep to function. I need eight hours of sleep to function. I can get away with doing seven hours a night for a couple nights, but after a few days, I've noticed that my entire personality takes a dive after a few nights of those seven hours because my energy's low. I'm not in integrity with who I want to be and doing what I need to do to be the person that I want to be. <laughs> so I have to get those eight hours of sleep. So I try to be really careful with those nights that I decide not to get those eight hours of sleep. Your routine is really good, what's going to set you up for success. So for me, like I said earlier, I turn off my screen time about 7.30. I you know, don't like watching TV past 7.30, 8 o'clock. I usually about eight, I start getting ready for bed and then I'll read or I'll meditate and then just kind of settle in. So I try to do things that are quiet and I don't drink tea past about four o'clock because I find that that keeps me up and I get jittery and I have a hard time falling asleep. So what do you need to do to get to bed at the time that you need to get to bed? Be really specific about this. Like what time do you need to stop? Because you've probably heard this, having screen time right before we go to bed makes it more difficult for our brain to shut down and start resting. So be mindful of what you are doing. Are you bringing your phone into your room and just kind of flipping through your phone or your tablet while you're in your bedroom? Do you have a television in your bedroom? Those are things that, I mean, I don't have a TV in my bedroom and that is very intentional. I do not want a television in my bedroom, period. But what do you do that may make it difficult for you to fall asleep when you need to fall asleep? So think about that. Get really clear on what's happening right now and be really honest with yourself. And then start deciding what you need to do to shift your habits so that you can get to wake up the next morning. And just understand that this is a process. This is not something that happens overnight. This is something that you'll work with. You'll want to think about, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you'll say, huh, well, I didn't wake up quite at the time that I wanted to. I didn't do all those things that I needed to. I realized I need to shift this other habit in order to do what I need to do in the morning to get the time in the morning that I want. So just think about it. Just take your time and think about it. So part B of number five. All right. What do you have to do to make your morning routine possible? So set yourself up for success. If you don't set yourself up for success, you may get really frustrated really quickly. Okay. So an example, if you play on your phone each morning, you may need to move your phone to another part of your home to keep you from doing that. That's what I have to do. I can't even do it now. Like if I bring my phone into my bedroom right before bed, I will play with it. And it's ridiculous. I just, I know myself and I can't do it. 
And I've tried it multiple times thinking, oh no, I'm over it. No, I'm not. I have to put my phone in the kitchen or I am just going to mess on my phone the whole time. So if you have difficulty getting up, move your alarm to another room, right? I had a difficult time getting up. I couldn't get up at the time that I needed to. And so I had to make a way for me to get my butt out of bed and do this. And now I have no problem. Like I hear my alarm. Heck, I don't even hear my alarm first. I hear my dog and my cat starting to get crazy for food first. They hear my alarm first, but I get up and it's no problem. All right. When I have my alarm, I get up and I go to turn it off. And then I start my morning. I don't go back to my bedroom and get under the covers. Don't do that because you just won't, you won't be able to, to maintain the momentum that you need to get what you need done. So that's part of the reason why number three, getting clear on your why is so important is understand what you want to do in the morning and why it's so important for you to do this. Because every time you backtrack, you're going to want to return to your why and make sure you download the morning roadmap that I'm going to include in the show notes, because it provide space for you to answer each of these questions and get really clear on it. And you can return to that roadmap and see, okay, why do I want to do this? Why is it so important for me to get my butt up in the morning? What's my purpose here? So print it out and make sure that you get it dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 10. All right. So here, here's the thing with all of this, because this is not all going to be easy. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Maybe you'll be lucky and it'll be super easy for you. It was not easy for me. And even now, I still tweak it depending on my needs. So for a long time, I was waking up at five in the morning because that's the time that I needed. But then I got a dog and then I had to shift my priorities, wake up and, and I wasn't getting done what I wanted to get done in the morning. And so I needed to shift my time so that I could take Frankie for a walk, play with him, whatever I wanted to do in the morning. That is just something that tweaks over time. And don't worry, I totally have you covered with this because in the morning roadmap, there's a tracker that's included and it gives you about a week worth of tracking. So you can see what you're doing and have awareness around it, then make the shifts that you need to make to get where you need to go for your mornings to be what you want them to be, right? So how do you use the tracker? So here's an example. So the trackers include a space for you to write what you're doing right now or your intention to do in the future, right? So if you if you have an intention of waking up at 5 a.m., drinking lemon water, taking your dog for a walk, meditating 20 minutes, and then start getting ready for work about 7.30 a.m., then you're gonna write down exactly what you did that morning. And then there's a space underneath that says need, like what do you need to do in order to get done what you needed to get done? Because you're going to play with this. You're going to see how much time in reality does it take for you to get up, have your water, take your dog for a walk, meditate, do all the things that you want to do in your morning, and then reflect on that and think about all right, I needed an extra 15 minutes this morning. I felt rushed. I didn't like that feeling. What do I need to do so that I can get this done? So the need there is to wake up 15 minutes earlier so that you can have more time to walk your dog, whatever it might be. Okay, then there's a space for you to think about your nighttime routine. All right, so what are you doing at night, the night before your morning? Okay, for example, you went to bed at 9 p.m., 
You started getting ready for bed and cleaning up about 8.45 p.m. You had an herbal tea at 8.15, did some reading, and you turned off your TV at about 8 o'clock. Then you think about your sleeping patterns. You think, okay, all right, so what do I need to do in order to get up those 15 minutes earlier for the morning? Well, I need to turn off the TV a little bit earlier and at 7.30, let's say, and I need to go to bed about 15 minutes earlier so I get all the sleep that I need. So it gives you a space to really think about what you're doing and how you can make shifts to get what you need out of your morning. And this has been really helpful for me. This has been something that has been life-changing. I can't even overstate how much this has changed my life. Because once I started creating that space for me to think about what was going on in my mornings, it created space for me to think generally. Like I really wanted that time just to be quiet and not feel rushed in the morning because I hated that feeling. I hated it. Once I had an opportunity to sit by myself and be quiet, it created space for me to think about what I really wanted. It created space for me to think about what am I going to do with all this time that I have now? Now that I have all of this energy in the morning that I can use however I want, how do I want to do it? For me, I don't like going to the gym in the morning. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. I like to go to the gym in the afternoon. And for a lot of people, waking up first thing in the morning and going to the gym is the best feeling ever for them. They feel energized. They feel great. I feel like I'm being forced to go to the gym. I don't feel good waking up and going to the gym. Maybe that'll change in the future. I don't know. But right now I like having my mornings to myself, starting off quietly, having my tea, working on what I want to work on. That's me. But you may be completely different and that's great, but create that time for yourself. When I had the time to sit and reflect on what I wanted I could also start planning for the future. I could start thinking about what my goals are in the future and how I'm going to get there. Whereas if you're caught up in the hamster wheel and you're not feeling like you have even a moment to think about what you want to do, that you're so caught up in your day-to-day job, running the kids around, and then not taking that time for yourself, creating that time for yourself, then you are not going to be able to think about yourself and your self-care. And you've probably heard the phrase, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You can't take care of everything else in your life unless you take care of yourself first, figure out what you need and get that done before you can start placing that energy and helping other people. So that's my morning routine. That has how it's been helping me in the last several years. And I love it. And I hope you love it too. I've created that morning person roadmap and don't worry, you don't have to be a morning person for that. I should, I should share that too. So even if you know that your energy is all about being a night person, create habits surrounding your nighttime. So that way you feel the way you want to feel both at night and in the morning. Because if you don't feel the way you want to feel in the morning, I mean, let me tell you, the morning sets your whole vibe for the day. Like that sets your vibe. If you feel rushed, hurried, anxious, that's going to carry on through your day. So even if you're a night person, really start thinking about how you can shift your mornings and shift your nights so that you can smooth out that energy throughout your day. 
All right. So go to dinacataldo.com forward slash episode 10, and you can get your hands on that morning roadmap. You can fill in the blanks, learn what needs to be done to get your morning set the way that you want it set. Because you're in control of this. You are the one who gets to set the tone for your day. You're the one who gets to create the life that you want. This is your way to start designing that life. Thanks so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Soul Roadmap. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe, rate, and left an honest review on iTunes. I read every single review, so let me know what you want to hear more or less of, and I'll talk to you next week.